0: Amen. How many say it's good to be in the presence of the Lord? Amen. How many appreciate the Easter weekend? Amen. 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 Satan was defeated 2,000 years ago. Amen. And every sickness that was... And that is, and that shall be, was defeated on that weekend. Yes, the promise is that, uh, in my, by the his stripes we are. It's past tense. It's a done deal, folks. Not we are going. We are. Your healing is done. Just accept it this morning and say, "I'm healed." Yes, Amen. All right. Let's just say, uh, take your seats. Tlangu will greet us. Brother Matunzu will greet us. Amen. Before we go to the wait.
2: Hallelujah. Waka Uchesu, O Shaelena, ekalfari Fari, Watiku Pele, Go Fezziwe, Baba Siabo, Wakazimula, Wakazimula, Wakazimu. I
1: live.
2: I live. I live. I aba chele watiti pelele kusesi mama siabonga hosia bonga siabonga tando lwakho siabonga Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are preaching you all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It's a privilege and an honor to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. I pay homage to my big brother Amen. and an elder an astute and prolific speaker in the message. We thank God for a life such as this, and thank you for opening the doors that you might also eat from the manner you eat daily. Hallelujah. We bring greetings from the past. And um, the plan was to come together, but due to some uh, things happening, cars not available and and everything, the pastor could not make it. But we are here. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you and may the almighty God bless you. Thank you. you. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: I would also like to sing like my brother, but uh, I don't think I'll be a match, amen. So I'll I'll just greet, as the pastor said, amen. So we are here also just to enjoy this Easter weekend with the Bride of Christ, amen. And I would also like to thank uh, the pastor for spreading his wings to get to each and every bride out there. Uh, during the week, over the weekend, we feast with you, even if we are not here. Hallelujah. So may God richly bless him. And as well, you, church, also get blessed by God. Amen. 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 Uh, because you allow him to go, even if he says going to nurse pray, to say, no, just go, pastor, Amen. as long as you will get the last ship. So we really appreciate that. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm here with my beautiful wife, Florence. Can she just stand so that they can see her? And uh, my little daughter as well. She's normal little daughter. She's grown up now, amen. And then... Uh, She's got two kids as well. Amen. Uh, um, are you there? Amen. And Gamo. Amen. Hallelujah. And God bless me with a boy as well. Uh, where is the boy, Fred? Amen. Amen. And uh, Fred has got two daughters as well. Amen. Can we just stand... Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So, uh, God has blessed me with his family. Amen. And uh, we also came with his friend. Uh, he's a family friend, Mtobezi. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Then from Ganyamazani, we've got Sister Shabalala with uh, Pucheki, I believe. Sister, are you there? Hallelujah. Ah, <laughs> May God bless you, uh, children of God. Let us feast uh, together with what the pastor or the brother is going to give us, uh, the bread of life. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen.
0: Amen. We appreciate the Lord. Amen. Amen. Sister Chavalala is my mother from Nell Amen. 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 So we appreciate the Lord. Thank you, Sangu. Amen. Amen. The Matlangus are very close to me. We, uh, you know, a certain part of my life, uh, I became part of the Matlangu family, especially the mother to uh, the pastor, uh, Ugogo Matlangu. And is it your umamleti's What to you? Aunt? Oh, yes, yes. I stayed with Gokono, Auntie, uh, for a long time there. And I remember she used to laugh at my broken devil at that time. <laughs> Amen. Lovely old lady. Um, and so we are very, very much close. We appreciate the Lord, uh, brother the and the believers. Amen. Uh, Somewhat I didn't mention who's preaching today because I wanted to keep the number in church to the minimum. Because had I mentioned, uh, even those that are waking today are going to say, we are not waking. (laughs) So I just uh, kept quiet that people must plan their things. Those (laughs) who are traveling, they must travel so that we manage the number. Amen. Because the now the whole was not going to be enough. <laughs> Amen. So I was just managing the numbers. We have Brother Blessing Mapata. So Brother Blessing is a blessing. Amen. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, what do they call it? I'll teach you a new English word. You know, when somebody's name resonates with their character, there is an English word for it. So he's living up to his name, and I know you're going to be blessed. Uh, you know, there are ministers that uh, you phone and say, Past, uh, Pastor, can you come and preach for us? Then he says, let's pray about it. And you say, let's... I mean, normally the question would be, did I not pray about it before I phone you? <laughs> but nonetheless, to allow humility, you say, oh, no problem, let's pray about it. <laughs> but with the likes of brother, Blessing Mapata, I don't normally say, have you prayed about it? I just say, brother, on such and such day, you need to be here. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Because you've got a, as brother, Matangu said, "It's my elder brother. So I've got a claim on them as an elder brother. <laughs> other ministers, they can talk to them and pray and fast over their invitation, not me. I say, hey, changu, I need you on this day. Then they come. Amen. Amen. So you're going to be blessed. As you stand so that they see you. All right. <laughs> you know, These are the next layer of the generation Uh, that the the likes of Matlango. they give us the confidence that the message will be preserved even when we are not around, we've got others after us. You know, we had the V6 uh, as I think we became the V8. Now we've got the V12. These are the V12. And if God carries, there will be the V60. Yeah. Uh, hallelujah. So you're going to be blessed. He was supposed to be in Cape Town. He will be going down to Bible Tabernacle tomorrow. But I said you, before Brother Beckett, you come via this side. Shall we stand to our feet? How many are happy to see Brother Blessing? Amen were once did a missionary work in India. Uh, there's a brother in India that invited me, and in my heart of hearts, I've been to India once, and I said, last time when I was there, I said, here I'm not coming back. <laughs> Even if they pay me here, I'm not coming back. And I was not on a mission we booked in a very nice hotel western hotel but what i saw there i said i have a respect for missionaries especially those that go into the slums where they witness women giving birth in the streets and for them to go and do a missionary work there but last time brother biskal was with brother john regan in india and they were taking how they were fighting who's going to sleep on the bed It's rough there. So when I saw him going there, I said, Hey, salute. But this cup is not for me. Amen. (laughs) You know, you've got to have a heart of a
4: missionary.
0: Me, I don't have the heart of a missionary. Uh, I'm a pastor. I told Pastor Kumomuza, I said, Hey, me, I'm not a missionary. Uh, You see, you booked me to a nice hotel because I'm not a missionary. But missionaries is like the likes of Brother Borrero. You just say, Brother, you'll sleep here on the floor. And if they sleep there singing hallelujah. Because it's their character. Yeah. Uh, when you eat, you can bring dog meat the missionary will enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, but us, <laughs> people will end up even rejecting the gospel. They say, I ah, you know. You, you, you must be made for certain roles. Don't force the things. You must be made for, for certain roles. Amen. So we appreciate the Lord. Shall we sing a song? Maybe heal the land Kune. Uh, there is still balm in Gilead. We are thinking of many, 40,000 people that were displaced in KZN. Over 350, 43 lives have been lost. Uh, I spoke to Pastor Namina Jew, I spoke to Pastor uh, Adrian Gegen from that side. They told me, Pastor, is bad. Uh, one family is not a believing family, they lost 10 members where they just saw them being children being swept away by floods. Sometimes when you are not too close to the fire, you don't understand the intensity of the fire. It's bad down there. So we just want to remember them in prayer. Keep on praying for them. Check on them if you've got friends in KZN. Give them weights of encouragement. Amen. How I many agree with that? In the in My soul is longing
1: for hell than
4: your seats for a while amen i would like to greet all of you this morning in the name of our lord jesus christ Uh, we realize that there is power in that name that name has deliverance in it that name has salvation in it whatever you need is contained in that name and the bible says at that name every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord Amen I want to say it's good to be back home Praise the name of the Lord The last time I was here I did not even have a child Now my child is even in grade R Praise the name of the Lord Amen So when I was telling my wife I was coming here She said to me, you need to go to Wheat Bank. Maybe our second born will be on the way praise the name of the Lord, Amen. So, thank you, Pastor Madiba, for the invitation. My itinerary for the week is a bit tight. I've got seven services this weekend, and uh, but when Pastor Madiba called, I couldn't say no to the elder brother, so I had to. I had to be here. So tomorrow morning at six o'clock, I'm flying to Cape Town for the special meetings. Coming back on Wednesday, so I solicit your prayers. But. Uh, and I want to bring greetings from our local assembly that I'm now pastoring in Pretoria. And then thank you for uh, lending Pastor Madiba us last uh, year to come and be a blessing to us. You know, every time he preaches, I pick up something. Because I like a man that has got content. And uh, that follows Brother Branham's message. And then I really enjoyed him. And then Pastor if I wouldn't be out of order I want to invite the church on the 21st of May. We'll be having ordination services in Pretoria. Praise the name of the Lord. So we'll give the details to Mfundisi and then you are all welcome. Good to see all of you. Uh, Brother Chetty, if I can start mentioning all your names, I'm going to finish at 1 o'clock. So, but I love you all and I salute you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Matango, my friend at the back, your brother Masoma. I was telling him in the week that uh, he's always uh, The last time we went to Zimbabwe, we were preaching together. So I thought maybe this time I could took him in my luggage and then he helps me with the services. But God has got his own way. God bless you, Sister Madiba. We love you all with the love of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand on our feet. We just go straight to the ministration of the word. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Revelations chapter 8, verse 1, and Revelations chapter 10, verse 1 to 4. If you don't have your Bible, there's the handwriting on the wall. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Revelation chapter 8 verse 1. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. Revelation 10 verse 1 to 4. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, closed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head. And his feet was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book open. And he set his right foot upon the sea, and his left foot on the earth. And cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth. And when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. And when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to ride. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered and ride them not. If you can give me quote 1A, my brother, just to uh, get to my title. Praise the name of the Lord. The prophet says in the message, the seventh seal, paragraph 243, he says, And these holy seraphims hushed up, angels quit singing, flying in the presence of God singing, holy, holy, they shut up. No angels singing, no praises, no altar service, no nothing. There was silence, hushed, deadly silence in heaven for half an hour. So here the prophet is speaking about the opening of the seventh seal. Paragraph two four four he says, All the host of heaven was silent for this half hour. When the seventh seal mystery in the book of redemption was broke open, think of it is broke. And for a title, I want to speak on the hidden mystery in the silence. Yes. Praise yes. the name of the Lord. Yeah.
1: Alleluia. The
4: hidden mystery in the silence. Right. Let us bow our heads in a word of prayer. Mighty God and eternal heavenly father, yes. we are coming to that sacred time. Yes. The ministration of the word. Thank you, Lord, I have studied. I have prayed. Come this morning and give me favor before your people. Speak through me and hear through your children that at the end of this service, the glory and the honor will come back to you. Deliver the bound and set the captives free by the ministration of the word. We commit everything into your hands in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may take your seats. Now, before I get into my message, allow me to read this quote if you give me the next quote, my brother. The prophet of God says... Now, I want you to put on your spiritual thinking anointing jacket this morning as we think. Can I read that again? Now, I want you to put on your spiritual thinking anointing jacket this morning as we think. Now, do, do me a favor this morning. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't do it apologetic, say, neighbor, I want you to put on your spiritual thinking. Tell your neighbor again, say, neighbor, not your spiritual thinking only, only, but your anointing jacket, (laughs) amen, because this morning we are going to sail in the spirit. But remember my text this morning is the hidden mystery in the silence. Yes. Now, what is a mystery? We thank God for a prophet to have given us all the answers. The prophet says, if you would give me the next uh, uh, quotation. Brother Branham says, the mystery here, the mystery, a mystery is a scripture. A previously hidden truth. Now divinely revealed. Now, when we talk of a mystery, it is something that was hidden in the scripture. But now notice, according to the quotation, the second thing that goes with a mystery, according to this quote, is a divine revelation. But now, the question would be, who reveals a mystery? Is that right? Now, in the book of Amos chapter 3, verse 7, the Bible says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secrets unto his servant, the prophet. Now, I like the words that the Bible uses here. The Bible says, Surely... Meaning there is no presumption. There is no uncertainty. There is no guesswork about it. There is no reasoning about it. God does nothing until he reveals his secrets unto his servants, the prophet. Now, I want you to understand this morning that a pastor is a servant. A teacher is a servant. An evangelist is a servant. An apostle is a servant. But amongst these four offices, none of them has the ability to break a mystery. Is that right? Meaning without a dispensational prophet, God is still blocked. Amen. Give me quote number three. The prophet of God says, and the word comes only to the prophet. The word prophet means a revealer of the divine written word. Yes. The same as it does a foreteller. See, notice the seer, how the one you know is telling, for, telling forth. He is divinely vindicated by foreseeing and it comes to pass. Yeah. Now, the mystery is only revealed or interpreted by a prophet. That's right. Now, let me say this. In our denomination, we had the written word. Yeah. But with the written word, we made a lot of errors. That, yes. that's
1: right. mm-hmm.
4: that's Is that right. That's right? With the written word, we baptized in titles. Yeah. With the written word, women were preaching. Mm. We baptized babies instead of dedicating them. Yeah. But we needed a dispensational prophet see, yeah. to bring sense to the written word. Yeah. That's right. Is that right? Give me the next slide. So, in our denominations, we had the Bible. But this Bible was not enough. Because with this Bible, we made a lot of mess. But we needed a dispensational prophet to bring illumination to what we have been reading. Is that right? That's why you cannot do without a prophet. Because a prophet brings an enlightenment to what the Bible says. Outside of the message of the hour, our vision is still bled. That's why, in the natural, what we need as believers, we needed a range finder. Is that right? What is a range finder? is a focusing mechanism to allow you to measure a distance of your targeted object. You might be a good sniper, but your you gun, which is the Bible, hold glory to God. Look at this now this man here is a good sniper and this gun in itself has got no problem the bullets are loaded but what this man needs he needs a range finder to focus the target get back to to the to that one of the spoken word in the bible we had the gun yeah. this gun has got no problem yes. it can shoot anytime yeah. anywhere yeah. under any condition yeah. but what we needed was we needed a range finder yeah. glory yes. of oh God we needed a range finder yeah. to bring things into focus yeah. amen yeah. then code number four the prophet says hear me thus saith the Lord yes. God will never deal with his church till she comes back to the homeland, the message of the hour. Come back to the original. So when you come back to the message of the hour, when you come back to the message of your day, God can begin to deal with you. Because in every dispensation, God has got his own messenger. And God, what he does, he sends a message with the messenger, but he doesn't want the message of that messenger to overlap into the next dispensation. Is that right? right? My brother, if you give me a bit of a volume, I don't want to strain my voice. Praise the name of the Lord. So Noah had a message. And the message of Noah was it's going to rain. For 120 years, it's going to rain. But when Moses came back, came after the Noah, Moses was a dispensational prophet. Yeah. But Moses could not preach it's going to rain. Yeah. Because if Moses was to preach it's going to rain. It was going to be irrelevant. Yes. Because it was already raining. So outside of the message of your day. Things are black. Yes. So let's watch what father Abraham was in the homeland. The message of his day. Genesis 18 verse 1. And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself towards the ground and said, my lord if now i have found favor in thy sight, pass not away i pray thee from thy servant now father abraham in the homeland the message of his day he sees three men coming and when he sees three men coming abraham takes a range finder and starts to focus the target yes. and when he focuses the target yes. he does not see three men yes. he sees one yes. then he says my Lord Hallelujah. and brother bring in another message he says Abraham had a theophany mm-hmm. and a theophany is a citizen of the kingdom of Melchizedek Hallelujah. because when the theophany makes a move the word makes a move yes. mm-hmm. But watch. Yeah. Yeah. Let's watch what was, was, was that the same with Lot. Genesis 19 verse 1. Because remember now, the two angels left Mamre, which was in Hebron. Now they are going to Sodom. Yeah. Now let's watch. Genesis 19. And there came two angels to Sodom at even, in the evening time. And Lot sat at the gate of Sodom. And Lord seeing them, rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face towards the ground. And he said, behold now, my lords lord. Abraham sees three men takes the range finder and it focuses into one yes. two angels are coming to Sodom Lord does not have a range finder That's right. yes. and what Lord does he sees two men yes. hence he's saying lords instead of lord yes. and I want to say as the church this morning you need a range finder you need the message of your day even when you are sick, you need to take a range finding. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And say, this sickness yeah. is not unto death. Right. But that the glory of God yeah. should be made known. Yeah. Amen. Quote right. right. number five, the prophet of God says, Oh, notice, the Holy Ghost is the revealer of the divine revelation of Christ. There is no school can do it. No scholar can do it. No harm. How we well educated, how godly or anything else. There is no man can do it. The Holy Ghost alone is the revealer of the divine revelation of Christ. And has been in all ages. Remember, all ages. Who did the word of the Lord come to? The prophet alone. That's right. Is that right? The prophet had to be vindicated first, not because he said he was a prophet. Because he was born a prophet and proved to be a prophet and everything he said was exactly on the word and come to pass then everything else let it go it was the word of the lord came only by the holy ghost the bible said the man of old moved by the holy ghost see they wrote the word now if you are reading this code with me very carefully the prophet in the previous quotation said the revealer of the written word is the prophet. Yes. But in this quotation, he says the Holy Ghost. That's right. Now, which one is right? Yeah. Both are right.
2: Yeah.
4: That's why I need your anointing jacket. Yeah. Because further down, he brings it back to the prophet. That's why, give me the next one slide, my brother. That's why we needed a vindicated prophet. Not just a prophet, just a prophet right. but a vindicated That's right. prophet. This is me. This is Brother Blessing. I believe a camera was invented for one reason. That God can take a selfie with his prophet. And if you look at this picture, you will see that the pillar of fire is on top of the head of Brother Branham. What happened? God was transferring his thoughts in the mind of the messenger. So when Brother Brenham came here and said, Good morning, friends. It was not Brother Brenham; It was the pillar of fire speaking through the lips of William Brenham. And let me say to you this morning, that pillar of fire is here this morning glory of God. That pillar of fire is not coming. That pillar of fire is here. That's why when we gather like this, we are not alone. There is a man here that can turn on the light. Amen. The prophet of God says, I have come down to deliver them. I am declaring my name. Tell them that there will be a memorial Through all generations That I am the I am Not the I was Or the I will be I am Now I'm going before you I'm going to send my angel And he's going to be in a pillar of fire And I'm going to send him before you now As a pillar of fire And he said he will lead you A pillar of fire so big like a pillar A pillar of fire shall go before you To lead you The I am will be in that pillar of fire now to the Brenham tabernacle and to you who are associated. Who are the associates? <inaudible> the ones that are in lighthouse tabernacle. Did you know that the same pillar of fire is with us? Can I change that this morning? <inaudible> Not the I was or the I will be, but the I am the pillar of fire is amongst us this morning, this morning. Yes. if you need your healing it is here this morning now I'm still laying my background I'll, I'll preach in a minute this pulpit is too warm now quote number 7 the proverb of God says the mystery is here so I cut this quotation because I wanted to bring something here the mystery is here the mystery is a scripture is a previously hidden truth, now divinely revealed, but which a supernatural element still remains despite the revelation. So, not only a mystery is a secret that must be revealed by a prophet, but that mystery contains a supernatural element despite the revelation. Because the seals are now revealed, we preach the revealed mysteries. Can I say this without any fear or favor? We don't preach the seals. We preach the revelation of the seals. Because if we preach the seals, we are preaching the covering. But if we preach the revelation, we are preaching the content. Hallelujah. Peel the banana off. I want to enjoy what is inside. Glory to God. Code number eight. The prophet says, may I pass this to you. When the supernatural comes, that's the mind of Christ. You come so far away from your own thinking. Till in your own mind, this, I don't. Let me try to explain that because I can't. I couldn't. There is nobody who can do it. When the prophet breaks the mystery, that is the mind of Christ. But having the revelation, you still need the supernatural element to have the vision of what the prophet was talking about. Right. Now, notice, therefore we can say a mystery is a previously hidden truth revealed by a prophet, but still the supernatural element still remains. Right. But that supernatural element is private. That's right. yes. It's not for everybody.
1: Yes,
4: that's right. It's private so that the serpent seed cannot understand the language. That's right. That's why Paul says, my brother, in Ephesians 5.32, this is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ. And that mystery is for Christ and the church. It's not for everybody. It's for the people that are able to read between the lines. Those are for the people that can get the message in the silence. The prophet says in the, in the message, the angel of the covenant. When I'm away overseas, Mrs. Brenham knows how I love her. She will write me a letter and she will say, Dear Bill, I'm sitting here tonight thinking of you, praying for you. The children have just gone to bed. We miss you. Now I'm reading what she is saying but I'm reading in between the lines too because I love her and she loves me. It's a love affair. And she writes it not so much on the line, but I know that's what's in between the lines. Now, when you become in love with Christ, that's the way you read the Bible. It's in between the lines. you get what he's talking about. The real spiritual Amen. meaning. Amen. Give me the next quotation. In the message, the unconditional covenant. You, you know, do you believe the Bible is written so you have to read between the lines? as I have said, you read between the lines, not the lines is right, but there's between the line. That's why this message is not for everybody. That's why we don't push people into the message. That's why the only thing we do, brother Marcus, we give a person a DNA test. And what is a DNA test? It is the message of the hour. If you fail to accept the DNA test, you will vomit it out. This message is for the predestinated that are able to read between the lines. If now I write my wife a letter and I say, pick up that thing there and put it there and give it to that brother. (laughs) And you come across that letter. Even though you can read English, but to you it's Greek and Hebrew. But when my wife gets that letter she is able to read between the lines. That's why this Bible was a sealed book throughout the ages. But when the message of the hour came our way, we are able to read between the lines. Jesus also spoke in parables to hide the mystery in the parable. That's why the bible is a love letter to the bride it's only the wife that can understand because of the relationship because of the union that's why the bride has got the picture and by the power invested in the marriage covenant she will be able to put the jigsaw puzzle together but to the denomination the book is shut the jigsaw puzzle is upside down you'll find a cow picking grass on top of a tree That's right. That's why the prophet of God could say, only the predestinated are considered in redemption. And there is a vast difference between redemption and salvation. Now, let me give you an example. If you live here, let's say you have left home, you're going to the mall, and on your way out of your house, then you'll drop a hundred rent bill, and you go to the shop. When you get there, you realize that your hundred rand is not there. Then you go back and trace your footsteps. And you go home, just maybe at the door. Then you find the hundred rand. You are not saving it, you are redeeming it. Because to begin with, it was yours. But salvation is when you leave your house on your way to the mall. Then you pick up a hundred rand. That's why we are not just saved; we are fully redeemed and because you're fully redeemed we can say before the doctors cut let the tumor be gone we can say cancer you stop here we are not just saved but we are fully redeemed that's why we with an open book, we have the mind of Christ. That's
1: right.
4: Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why we believe this message. Yeah. And I'm glad I'm preaching to message candidates. Right. That can say I am glad I'm one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Right. Yeah, right. Jesus also spoke in parable mm. to hide a mystery in the parable. Yeah. That's why the greatest pay package to a believer is revelation. That's true. And revelation is sovereign grace to you. Now let's watch a few examples. John chapter 2 verse 19. Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Then said the Jews, verse 20, Forty and six years was this temple in building, and will thou raise it up in three days? They missed the whole concept of what he was saying. Yeah. They thought he was speaking about a literal temple yeah. that took them 46 years to build it.
1: Yeah.
4: But verse 21, but he spake of the temple of his body. Yeah. Notice the Jews failed to have the ability to read between the lines. Yeah. They failed to realize that he was not talking about a man-made building, but he was talking about the body of himself. Yeah, that's right. Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. If you isolate this and take it carnally, this coat of Jesus, you're going to do a lot of great damage with baptism. Yeah. Right. No, they are waiting in the upper room. And while they are waiting in the upper room, they ask Peter, what shall we do? Acts chapter 2, Peter must say exactly yes. yeah. what Jesus said. That's right. Peter must not, he must say wait to wait. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
4: Wait to wait. Hey. wait, to wait. Yes. What Jesus has said. Yeah. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name Peter. Peter, wait, wait, wait. You must say exactly yeah. Yeah. what Jesus, we believe what Jesus said. That's why I need your anointing jacket and your anointing thinking. In the name of Jesus Christ, Peter, no, that is not what Jesus said. But Peter was bringing illumination to what Jesus has said. That's why you need the Holy Ghost, the range finder of your day, to bring illumination back to what you do. Do you know we have got three types of vision? We have got 2020 vision, we have got myopic and Uh, hyperopic. So, 2020 vision, you can see from a distance. Myopic are people that can see closer. And then hyperopic are the people that can at least, you know, they can see far, but they cannot bring objects closer to them. That's why you see even the old people, when they read their Bible, they are suffering from a certain condition. So, the Bible is here, but they are putting it there. Now, take these three people into one room. One with 20/20 vision, hyperopic condition, and myopic condition in the same room, and you switch the light off. All these three people are blind. Because light is an essential key to vision. That's why Brother Brenner was the eye to the age, but that was not enough. We needed the light or oh, glory of God. Bring illumination to bring an essential key to what we can see. So if you are in a denomination, they will say, Peter is contradicting Jesus, but we know that the Father is the Son, and the Son is the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost is the Son, and the Son is the Father. Hold oh, glory to God. I like what you said, Mufundis many years ago, that if you sign a check in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Ghost, it will bounce. So on the day of Pentecost, Peter was saying exactly what Jesus was saying. But you needed a rangefinder camera to read between the lines. Oh, I'm glad I'm preaching to a church that understands these things. Glory to God. Now David gets into the channel of the Spirit. Psalms 22 verse 15. My strength is dried up like a portrait. My tongue cleaveth to my jaw, and thou hast brought me into the dust of death. For dogs have compassed me, the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I may tell all my bones, they look and stare upon me. They put my garments among them, they cast lots upon my vesture. You can imagine those that had this, waiting for David's hands to be pierced in their time. Notice, David was prophesying because David's hands were never pierced. The prophecy was never fulfilled in his life. So, now let me ask you a question. Who was talking? It was Christ in David. Even though he uses the first person, but it was not him. Let's hear what the prophet says. Yeah. Now we are not Christ, we are just his servant. Speaking lifestyle, I was speaking on the prophets that how they got so anointed with the Holy Spirit that they even spoke as if it was themselves. Yeah. Like David cried, My God, why hast thou forsaken me? Wasn't David, he wasn't forsaken, but it was the Spirit of christ in him calling out if christ calling out of david god expressing himself through those prophets right. let's read another quote look at david in this in the 23rd chapter he cried my god my god why hast thou forsaken me as if he was if david was the man all they passed me by shot that their lip at me he was so anointed with god he was so perfectly surrendered to God and the anointing was on him in such a way that when he cried, my spirit of God, if somebody had been standing there, say, why look? He thinks somebody is shooting their lip out at him. Why has God forsaken him? It wasn't David. It was the spirit crying through David. That's right. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? My bones all stare at me. They have pierced my hands. Well, somebody said, listen to that hypocrite up there whose hands is pierced, whose feet is pierced, that's intellectual. Yeah. But paragraph 41, he says, but one who had discernment of spirit knew that that was the spirit of God in him crying out. Amen. So it, it, it was not David speaking in Psalm 22, yes. but it was Christ in David speaking. That's
2: right.
4: So if you are not able to read between the lines, You are going to say the Bible is contradicting itself because the Bible is shut to you. Listen to this quotation. Here on this quotation, I need your anointing jacket. There will come forth a prophet. Now, this is in
1: 1962.
4: (laughs) There will come a prophet one of these days, preaching the original word of God. You talk about me telling you about having bobbed her or something. Wait until you got a hold of him. Wait till you listen to him. You think I'm rough on organization? Wait till he come in existence. He will restore all the years that the palmer went eaten. It will be a message go forth. But reading this and listening to this, what Brother Brenham is saying here, you will think he's talking about somebody coming to take over after him. With a carnal intellectual conception, you will think he's speaking about an eighth messenger. But let me declare to you quickly that the eighth messenger is Christ. Christ himself. The eighth messenger is Melchizedek himself. The ancient of days himself. The mighty angel. Who came in Revelation 10 on the 28th of February 1963. So if you read this without reading between the lines and you have got an eighth messenger syndrome, you will say, he is talking about me. Brother, you are not reading the prophet right. He was talking about me. You have failed to get the message between the lines. So the mighty angel is the eighth messenger and he has descended And when he cried, when he came down, seven thunders uttered their voices. And let me say, John heard what the thunders uttered. John heard what the thunders uttered, and he wanted to write. And a voice came down and said, John, seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. The revelation of those seven thunders is not for now. It's waiting for somebody in Weed Bank in 2022. It's for them. That's why, church, you are special. You are special. What was hidden throughout the ages was revealed in your day. Don't publish this, John. Seal up everything. Revelations 10 verse 7. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, not when he is born. Read with me. Not, not when he is born. Not when he starts the first pool and the second pool. When he begins to sound. When he breaks the mystery of what was hidden throughout the seven church ages. The mystery singular. Not plural. Singular. Will be finished. What is that mystery? It's a love affair between Christ and the church. Deuteronomy 29, verse 29. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and unto our children. Forever. That's why when we are going into the rapture, we are leaving no one behind. The secret things belong to God, but when the mystery is revealed, it belongs to us and unto our children. So if I'm going into the rapture, I'm not leaving my children. Come on, parents, say amen. We are not leaving our children behind. We are not leaving our aunties behind. We are claiming everything under the token. It was Pharaoh one time said to Moses, you will leave this and the other. Moses said to Pharaoh, I'm leaving nothing. When we are going into the rapture, we are taking everybody under the token. Say amen, somebody. Amen. You are leaving nothing, brother. If a chair can make it on the other side. If a horse can make it on the other side. And brother Brandon says, everything that you love and ever loved you will make it to the other side. I am leaving no one behind. Father, God. And let me tell you, church, the flight is ready. We are about to take off. Yes. What is happening here on earth and what is taking place in the Middle East is gravitating towards the Battle of Armageddon. Yes. Yes. And, and, and let me tell you, if you get to the airport, I like what you said many years ago, i am quote you. If you get to the airport and you see people arguing, there's two things. It's either you're late or you don't have a ticket. That's why, as the church, we don't have time to, for argument. Whether the seals is revealed or not revealed, the flight is about to take off. We don't have time to argue. What we need here, church, the flight is ready. And let me tell you, your seat is reserved in the flight. And it has your name tag on it. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! is no time for argument we are about to fly switch off your worldly conduct switch off your cell phones we are about to fly across the bridge there is no more sorrow across the bridge there is no more pain the sun will shine across the river and we will never be unhappy again Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand in praise. Hallelujah. Now, let's go back to Genesis 18. Father Abraham, when he was in the plains of Mamre, Brother Brenham, you know I like Brother Brenham because he was preaching in vision. He says around 11 o'clock. around 11 o'clock he sees three balls of fire and those three balls of fire come down and take on 16 elements and they start walking and Elohim was in a gown wearing sandals walking towards the house of Abraham and Abraham said my Lord but he had a message skip verse 2 and 3 and go to verse 9 And they said unto him, Where is Sarah, thy wife? Now watch this, watch this. The visitation of Elohim in Mamre, in Hebron, was not necessarily for Abraham. Now read between the lines. Because the Bible says, They ask, Where is Sarah, thy wife? The coming of Elohim was to the bride. Glory be to God. Where is Sarah, thy wife? Verse 10. And he said, I will, personal pronoun. I will certainly return. According to thee, according to the time of And Lord, Sarah, thy wife, shall have a son. And Sarah had it in the tent door, which was behind. Now the flesh body of Melchizedek is speaking. And saying, I return. Speaking as if the flesh body is coming back. Now notice, if Sarah was going to wait for the flesh body to return, she was going to miss a visitation. Because there is no record in the scripture that the body ever returned back to Sarah. He says, I will certainly return according to the time of life. And the time of life is 28 days for Sarah. Because God works in the numbers of numerology. Yes. One is creation. Two is fellowship. Three is perfection. Four is deliverance. Five is grace. Six is man. Seven is completion. Eight is eternity or a new day. Twelve is the number of worship. Twenty-four is the number of worship. Twenty-eight is the number of life. Forty is generation. Fifty is jubilee. Yes. And brother, bring in another message. He says, the mathematics of the Bible never fails. Yes. So, the time of life is a secret affair to the bride. Now, watch. When he came in Genesis 18, He was that was the first coming. He was wearing gowns and sandals, and everybody saw him. The neighbors saw him. The dogs, the cats saw him. They might have not known who he was, but they saw him. But the second coming is not for everybody. Amen. The return according to the time of life it's not for everybody. The return is not to the public. The return is shut. Now let me ask you a question. Did he return? Genesis 21, verse 1. And the Lord visited Abraham. The Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. Notice that Sarah was the bride. And Sarah fulfilled the return ministry. Sarah was carrying the return. Oh, man. The proof of the return was in Sarah. This is the time when the bride is now leaning in silence. To the denomination is shut. The dogs, the cats, the neighbors... Missed the second visitation because the first was a public, yes. but the second visitation the was a secret.
1: Yes.
4: Now, if you are saying, But did you return? he return? Yes, he returned because Sarah was now pregnant, yes. Sarah was carrying the return, yes. and Sarah, because he was carrying the return, Sarah was not eating anything. Yeah. The diet of Sarah changed, yes. Sarah was not feeding in the dustbins of T.D. Jakes, yes. Sarah was not feeding in the dustbins of Kenneth Copeland. Yes. Sarah was not feeding in the dustbins of Benny Hinn because she was carrying the return. A pregnant woman, the diet changes. Somebody say amen. Let me tell you, Sarah was not wearing tight clothes now because she was protecting. She was protecting the return. Sarah was wearing looser clothes the second visitation was a secret. That is why in our generation, give me the next light, he has returned. According to what? The time of life. He has returned. According to the time of life. That is why it was not even a coincidence that this slout was published in Life magazine. Because the time of life, it was according to the... It was not even a coincidence that this cloud hanged over Sunset Mountain for 28 minutes. Because it was a return according to the time of life. And the time of life is 28. And 28 is about half an hour. Not half an hour. Now, now. Now, let's do math for a while. 28. It's not half an hour. 28 is about half an hour. That's why when the seventh seal was open, there was silence in heaven about. Not half an hour, but about. And that is why when God told Abraham, told Eliezer to go find Rebekah a bride, The angel of the Lord arrived at the well about half an hour before Rebecca got to the well. Because Rebecca must learn in silence. Oh, brother. I love the message. I love this message. Because this message resonates with the Bible. And according to the time of life, he has returned. And when he returned, he said to William Brenham, I will meet you at the constellation of seven angels. I will give you the book. Wait there on Mount Sunset. And on Mount Sunset, it was a handover ceremony. The mighty angel came with an open book. The book was not his. He had to find William Brenham. That's why Brother Branham says the seventh angel messenger had to be on earth at the time of his coming when he came down he had to be on earth to take the book but the book again does not belong to william Brenham. the book belongs to adam's descendants which is you and me now, where let me ask you a question. Where is the book today? Hallelujah. Hey, 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 hey. Where is the book today? The book is in wheat band, walking on two feet. Hallelujah. The book is preaching behind the pulpit. The book is saying amen. And when two omnipotents come together. He has descended. Headship has returned. And let me tell you, throughout the seven church ages, he couldn't take headship. Why? Because the church was defiled with three spirits. Give me the next one. The church was defiled with three spirits. What were those three spirits? Praise the name of the Lord. First one was Nicolaitism spirit. The second spirit, if you read your church age book, it was Jezebelism spirit. The third one was Baalism spirit. Nicolaitism is when the pastor dictates the church by fear. Jezebelism is when the church dictates the pastor by fear. God hates both spirits. There must be an equality but yet under. Baalism is the love of money. You see now, we have got pride, women, and money. Those are the three things that troubles the preacher. So he couldn't take headship because the church was defiled with three spirits. But the coming of the headstone came to take defilement away from the church. That's why today, Brother Brenham was was told, pick up your pen and write. Because in every church age, there was a rebuke. In the Ephesian church, he says, you have lost your first love. Bitterness came in in Smean. In the dark ages, you know, there was other things that came in. Nicolaitism, Jezebelism, and all that. Laodicea is blind, miserable, and naked. And on top of it, it doesn't know it. But William Brennan was told, pick up your pen and write. I want to write a love letter to my bride. And in that letter, there was no rebuke. He says, you are a super church. You are an invincible army. You are a super race. Those in the bride will be so much like him as they near the headstone. So when he came down, there was no defilement. And when he came down, all the seven messengers have to disappear. Give me the next slide, my brother. Oh, I'm enjoying myself here. So when Christ comes down, the messengers must leave. Let me give you an example in the natural. When the sun shines outside, look outside now. There are no stars. But what happens? The moon, which is the bride, because Brother Benjamin, another message, he says that the sun is Christ. The moon is the bride. Then he says, the moon and the sun is like husband and wife. So when he came down, the stars had to disappear. And where is the moon? The moon rotates around the sun 24 hours. And the moon gives light in the absence of the sun. That's why when he descended on the 28th Of February, Brother Brennan says, we cannot be here at the same time. I must decrease, and he must
1: increase.
4: Headship is
1: here.
4: Now, let's look in one or two examples again. John chapter 14, verse 16. And I pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not. Neither knoweth him, but he knoweth him, for he dwelleth with you, and, and shall be in you. Listen to verse 18. I, personal pronoun, will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. The flesh body is speaking. Personal pronoun, I will come to you. And the disciples are waiting in the upper room if you isolate this scripture and you would be waiting for the flesh body, you would have missed his visitation. Jesus was not coming in that body. They were looking for the physical return. They would have missed it all. But what happened while they were waiting in the upper room? They returned came in another form. Brother Abraham says, the Logos divided itself amongst the 120 believers. I like this. Brother Abraham says, before the day of Pentecost, Peter and them were afraid of the Herodians. Before the Holy Ghost came, they were scared of them Pharisees. But once they get the Holy Ghost, Peter said, where are those Pharisees? Where are those Herodians that were traveling us for so long? Let me tell you, once you've got the Holy Ghost, you are scared of nothing. God oh, glory to God. Brother Abraham says, if you are scared, you have got a curse on you. He says, in, in the message Israel and the church, he says, the greatest hindrance I find among the church today is fear. That's true. That's right. People are scared yeah. of nothing, That's right. brother. This is the season yes. to challenge any demon.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. My amens are quite down. You know, Pastor I, during COVID, I was called one one time. of my house at 10 o'clock one brother who's a deacon in our church the aunt was very sick and i did not know so i just quickly i was on my study table jumped out got into the car went into the house it was not far from me then i went there got into the house this woman was screaming i'm dying i'm dying and you could see by the look that anything can happen at any time then i said to the woman what is the problem said I think I've got COVID and I went into that room without a mask
1: Yes, sir. Amen.
4: Yeah. careful for nothing yes. I went there and I said mama look at me in the eyes yeah. she looked at me I said I'm going to lay hands on you yeah. that COVID hmm. must bow down yes, to the name of Jesus Christ yes. 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 Must bow down. Yes. I laid hands on that woman She was still moaning and crying. I said to the brother, I'm going home. Mm. I went home. You know, the devil is shrewd. And when I got home, the devil says, what if you have got COVID? (laughs) Then then I said, I don't have COVID. Because many a time we are the ones that invite demons to ourselves. You have been coughing since you were born. Yes. Why are you coughing now and say it's a COVID? Who told you? (laughs) After two hours, I was checking the brother. I said, brother, tell me, where is the sister? How is she feeling? She said, pastor, you can't believe what happened. I said, what happened? She says, that woman is making coffee for us. I said, I'm not far away. I'm coming for coffee. (laughs) That's why the Bible says, fear not, little flock. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Even when you go to an interview, don't be afraid. Tell the panel, I see your lips are dry, can I give you water? Why? You are a son of God. You are a daughter of God. The Holy Ghost came in the upper room. I will give you another comforter. I will come to you. Did he return? He did return. In what form? In the form of the Holy Ghost. Even us, when we come into the message of the Our Brother Chetty, we are called in mystery form. To the world, it's a noise. But to us, it's a voice. Listen to what Brother Brenham says in the second seal. There is some that's got their names written on the Lamb's book of life. When them seals are thrown open, they they see their names. And the Holy Spirit speaks to them. They come. You can't keep them away. No one can. They are coming anyhow because you are leading them like you did those little birds and the sheep and the cattle. Thou art God some instinct yes. that them animals have that they know. Let me declare to you quickly, brother. He was talking about the instinct that God puts in the animals yes. in the time of Noah. Yes. Because Noah never stood in front of the ark and said, lion, come in. Yes. Yes. The lion and the elephant walked into the ark under the silence. Yes. Yes. Oh. That is why he says there is a group of people that God has placed an instinct in them. An instinct to catch mysteries. An instinct to know they are cold. Not even Africa can hold them back. Not even China can hold them back. Not even Russia can hold them back. Not even even ancestral spirits can hold them back. I am glad I can say I am one of them. Called into the message of the hour. Let me tell you this. What matters, church, is that God counts you in. Church folks can count you out. But what matters is God counts you in. What is this? This is the calling of the bride in silence. Out of the darkness of Laodicea into the bride age. So there is a calling. There is a migration out of the seventh church age into the headstone. Into the eighth day, yes. and the eighth day is not just a 24-hour day, the eighth day is adoption time, yes. the eighth day is placing time. Yes. Then Brother Branham says the book say doesn't say now leave Alice to be saved in this time or church age or omen nephew. No, it doesn't say that, it just shows what the mystery unfolds, the mystery of what the thing is, but we ourselves by faith. Believe it, that's what I said the other night. What are we called by? By faith, yes. and he calls us in mystery form yeah. to the world, it's a noise, yeah. but to us, it's a voice. Right. Now, this brings me to an example of Elijah and Elisha, first Kings chapter 19, verse 19 to 20. So he departed thence and found Elisha. This is Elijah founding Elisha, the son of Shaphet who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him, and he, said, and he with the twelve. And Elijah passed by and cast his mantle upon him. Verse 20. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow thee. And he said unto them, Go back again, for what have I done unto you? Now listen, let me dramatize this. God is sending Elijah to go and call Elisha. But what Elijah does, does not scream, Elisha. What Elijah does, he strikes Elisha with a mantle. And Elisha was plowing. And when the mantle strike Elisha, Elisha leaves the plowing and follows Elijah. And Elijah looks back and says, what have I done unto you? He says, I had my name being called. And he says to him, how did you hear your name being called? He says, when the mantle struck me, I heard my name being called. Then I followed Elijah. Let me tell you, I did not follow Elijah because of healing campaigns. I followed Elijah because a mantle. The word struck me. Because in the beginning was the way. In the beginning was not the miracles. Yes. What's, the way? What's the way? That's why we can follow Elijah. Because the mantle strike us. And it was in silence.
1: Yes, sir. Hallelujah. That's right.
4: Now Jesus said to his disciples, Luke chapter 10, now withstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you. But rather rejoice because your name's are written in heaven now let me talk to somebody this morning on an Easter Friday the devil wants you to focus on your financial crisis the devil wants you to focus on your empty cupboard at home the devil wants you to focus on your unemployment and your stubborn children let me say money or no money I've got a reason to shout because my name is written in the Lamb's book of life hallelujah let me tell you, brother. And brother Brenham says there is no rubbing compound that can rub out my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Yes, sir. Food or no food, yes,
1: sir.
4: you can rejoice. Yes, sir. You know when the devil puts you in a fix; it's time to start worshiping. And worship does not come when you come to church. You are a worshipper at home. Yes. You are a worshipper when you drive your car. Yes. There's a fast difference between a worshipper and a church joiner. A joiner always complains. No. A pastor preaches two hours, complains. Next time Pastor Madiba comes and preaches 45 minutes, no, we can't leave home for a 45 minute sermon. No, this song leader is only singing vernacular only next time they sing English songs. No, they are only singing English songs Church join But not a worshiper Whether they sing vernacular or not, it does not bother a worshiper. I am a worshiper I'm not a church joiner Whether I've got money or no money, that doesn't matter. Why am I a worshiper? Because my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And worship confuses the devil. That is why I tell the church back home, I don't want to preach to people that don't say amen. We are not here to preach to the Queen of England. The Queen of England just knows the heads to the preacher. We are not preaching to the Queen of England. We want people that can say amen. Do you know that your your healing is an amen away from you? Oh, glory of God. Your deliverance is an amen away from you. Your children to come back, they are amen away from you. Amen. That's why I am careful. When I sit in church, I don't see two brothers. that never say Amen. That spirit is contagious. It can come to you very quickly. I need to see two people that are under expectation. It doesn't matter who's preaching. They come under expectation, and when the word goes forth, they are the same point to say Amen. 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 Brother Brenham, one time, he comes into discernment. He says, sister, you have got a kidney problem. And the sister did not respond. And Brother Brenham says, you missed it, Sister Virginia, because you didn't respond. And there was another brother. He was only mentioned once in in the entire messages. His name is Brother Anderson. Brother Bram says, Brother Anderson, you missed it because you did not respond. Some of you, you should have been healed a long time ago. Your problem is you're too quiet. Let me take you into the scripture. How did the halls of Jericho come tumbling down? He said to them, go around the city six times. But on the seventh time, you shout. And you must shout before anything else happens. Before you receive your job, say amen. Before you receive your health, say amen. Whatever you want is an amen away from you. Hallelujah. You need to learn to get God's attention. For oh, glory of God. Say amen a couple of times. Amen. 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 Some of you, when the song service goes on, your lips are going up and down, but nothing is coming up. Oh, let me hit this demon and go home. Some of you never sing. Some of you come to church to sleep. This is not a bedroom. This is the house of worship. This is where we are free. This is the place where we can clap our hands. This is the place where we can chamber. This is the house of the Lord. Order of God. When the ark was restored, what did David do? David danced. And Brother Brenham dramatizes this way. He says, "This Sister, Sister David got so embarrassed yes. and said, Honey, how can you embarrass me like this in front of the people? Brother Brenham says, David looked to his wife and said, You must get used to it. Yes. You know why people don't say Amen Fundis? The problem is, God has never done anything for them. Yes. Yes. Because if God has done something for you, yes you have reason to shout. If God has came your way, you have something to rejoice about. Hallelujah. When the children of Israel, oh, I feel a wave of the Spirit of God. When the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea and they saw the soldiers of Pharaoh drowning in the Red Sea, Miriam never said "Mm, mm, mm. We we, we made it Miriam took the tambourine She had a reason to shout If God has healed you this morning, you cannot keep quiet. You cannot keep your composure if you have a testimony. You know, I was once hijacked. I don't know why I'm going this way, but I was once hijacked and kidnapped for four hours. That is not a good thing. Yes, But the good thing about my hijack was that I was playing a prophet in the car. And for that particular day, I took a longer tape. So when these guys got me at the gate, because my gate did not have a remote, brother Marcus knows it. It did not have a remote, so when I parked uh, uh, next to the gate to open, these guys were just there, four of them having guns, they took me into the car. Off, they were left with me. They went and stole other cars with my BMW. Now, after they did what they did, to cut the long story short, now they told me, they have taken the tracker out of the car, They have taken all my money in the bank accounts. Now they are telling me we are going to kill you. Brother, I started to see death in front of me because some other guy tried to run away when they were taking the car and they shot. So when I was in the car, then the prophet, oh, I love my prophet. (laughs) Then my prophet gets into discernment. And they start to say, sister, you are so and so. Sister, you are so and so. And when it came towards the end of the tape, and these guys, they are not stopping the tape. They are not stopping the tape. The biggest mistake they have ever done. Because that voice is not the voice of William Brennan. That voice is the voice of God. They did not stop the voice of God. We have not believed in a white man, but believe in the voice of a prophet. And the prophet says, I don't care what situation you are under. Wherever you are, my brother, my sister, speak the word. And God will perform it. Then, then, I was at the back. They were putting a cloth over my face. I spoke the words. I said, Lord, I have served you for many years. I am not going to die like this. I am not dying. I'm going back home healthy. And the tape stopped, and Brother Brenham handed over to Brother Neville. And now these guys, they are going to where they're supposed to kill me. And when they got there, there's another lady who was at the dumping site with a Mercedes-Benz, and they're trying to now get that Mercedes-Benz. I prayed again in my heart. I said, Lord, they must not catch that girl. For some particular reason, that girl, I don't know what speed she was driving, but we couldn't catch her. And these guys, when they were supposed to dump me in an area, they dumped me, after dumping me, then one guy says, let's shoot him in the, in the bush. And they opened my boot, Mfundis. There were some spoken words in there. And then some church materials there. Some pamphlets that I was putting around when I was starting a church there. When they opened the boot, the boss said, you are going to kill a wrong person. He said to his guys, you are not going to kill a Mfundis they left me in the bush. That's why I'm here today. Now, now, now tell me that when I come to church, I must keep my composure. I must sit like nothing has ever happened. I've got a reason, brother, to shout. Because when I was at the brink of death, God came through my way. Glory of God. can keep quiet because God has never done anything for you. Hallelujah. The walls of Jericho are come tumbling down this morning. Amen. Take your seats for a while. Amen. Amen. Will I ever finish? I must, come, I must come back for part two. The prophet says, now my subject this morning, I trust that God will reveal this each time. If you take the tapes and listen, I hope that you trust that you have had a spiritual understanding of what God has been trying to get over to the church without saying it right out. Yes. It is, it's a thing sometimes. We have to say things in such a way that it might thin down. It might bring some out, some to live and some to ponder over. That's done purposefully. It must be done that way. Yes, Let me declare to you quickly, it is written between the lines. Yes, but praise God in the highest, there is a bright this morning that is able to read between the lines. Yes, sir. That's why people must leave the message. Yes. It is done that per- way, yes. purposefully. Yes. The word of God, brother Isaac, is laid in such a way that it has got some rock of offenses. Yes. It has got some stumbling stones. Yes. They are cast in the pathway of the way that others can stumble upon it and others can ponder. Yes. Yes. One day, Jesus was preaching. And then he suddenly took a turn. And you see what he said, Brother Marcus? He said, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have got no part in me. And right there, 70 people stumbled and they left the message. And he turned to Peter and said, Peter, why don't you go? And Peter said, to whom shall we go? Let me tell you brother, we are not leaving the message Because we are the The message message. You, You can take the spoken word and the Bible away But you have not taken the message away Let me tell you, inside of you are codes you know Inside of you there are codes you don't know Inside of you are codes you will never know You are the message And because we are the people of the message, nothing can stumble us. While others are stumbling, we are seeing it even more clear. It's not for everybody. Because the mystery is only revealed to the bride. Because the bride has the ability to read between the lines. Maybe let's go to Genesis. You know, in the book of Genesis, there is no way it is written in black and white that Eve had an affair with the serpent. But we with an open book has the ability to read between the lines. We know it was not an apple or a pear, but it was sex. There's no way in the Bible that is written Abraham and Sarah had a body change in black and white. It is not there written. But we with an open book, with the prophetic eye, we can understand that Abimelech never fell in love with a 90-year-old woman. She was a young woman. God changed the atoms of her body, but it is between the lines. Do you know that certain things are not for the public? Certain things, they are for the elect only. When Jesus was coming to his final address, in St. John 14 to 17, it was Jesus speaking to the elect. In St. John 13, he dismissed Judas. He said, what do you have to do? Do it quickly. Judas was not there when Jesus said to his disciples, in my father's house are many mansions. Because Judas was not a predestinated seed. Judas was cast out. He said to his disciples, I no longer call you servants, but I call you friends. Judas was not there. Which means Judas had a heart in the ministry, but never had the revelation. It was only for the elect. In John 15, he says, You have never chosen me, I have chosen you. Where was Judas? He was dismissed because many are called but few are chosen you know when you go to an interview they call 10 of you here for one position and then they get you straight into the reception and you are busy talking and here comes a lady who asks you gentlemen water or tea biscuits or whatever and then some of you because you're nervous you say it water And then others are saying, coffee. But let me tell you, nine of the people that are seated there, they are drinking coffee and drinking that water of that company for the last time. Because many are called, but few are chosen. And Brother Brennan, when he came to his final address, it was not a public show. It was secret. Because he said to, when he preaches, uh, this message, The Choosing of a Bride. Yeah. After he preached that message, I love that message. Towards the end, people were leaving the auditorium in Los Angeles.
1: Yes.
4: And when he gets to the car, he asks Billy Paul, he says, what did I say yes. that the people are just leaving the auditorium like that? Yeah. You know why? Because Brother Brennan was coming to his final address. Yes. Some Judas's must be dismissed. Yes. And when he comes to marriage and divorce, he says this, this is not for everybody. This is for the people that believe my message. And Brother Abraham says this in Shreveport. In God's only provided place of worship, he says, now all these things are there. Sometimes I would like to come to Shreveport, where we just have about two or three weeks just to take 30 minutes night. And just on a teaching. See, just stay right in the way. These secret passages. See where we could find out just how to get in. The message of the hour lies in the secret passages. Yes. And in the secret passages, that's where we find secret communication. Yes.
1: Right.
4: And it takes only the bride to understand the mystery between the lines. Yes. That's why you must get in the silence of the seven seed and become a mystery to the devil. Amen. Yes. Now, let me come to where I can close. Give me the next slide. The first seal, in summary, speaks about deception. The second seal speaks about war and killings. The third seal speaks about famine. The fourth seal speaks about death. The fifth seal speaks about souls that are under the altar. The sixth seal speaks about the tribulation period. The seventh seal speaks about the coming of the Lord. The bride's interest is not in the first six seals. Because those six seals are not part of the bride. But the seventh one is the one that pertains to the bride. Now listen to what the prophet of God says. The bride is sealed in with Christ. Yes. The last member has been redeemed. The sixth seal has been produced. The seventh seal brings him back to earth. Amen. Brother yes. Brennan says, the seventh seal is the bride's seal. Stay with me. Where Christ whispers his secrets to the bride. Yes. Now, throughout the seven church ages, God was building his own church. Yes. That's why the seven church ages was a female connotation. Yes. That's right. And the coming of the headstone was a male connotation. And the two pieces have dovetailed. That's why I like this example. I gave it sometime when I preached here again. Before water was water. It contains of two elements, which is hydrogen and oxygen. Is that right? So hydrogen comes from the first group in the periodic table. And oxygen comes from the halogen group in the seventh group. Now, hydrogen and oxygen blends together. When they blend together, they lose their prior identity. And you don't know which is which. Now, if you are clever this morning, show me which one is hydrogen and which one is oxygen. You can't, you see, because the two has dovetailed. So, when Christ, the seventh seal, came down to unite with the body, the two has dovetailed. Until you don't know which is which. Because one part of me is human. And another part of me is deity. I go to work like any other person. But when you are sick, I switch. I say in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive your healing.
1: The
4: next quote, the prophet says. This book is already open. That's right. Just waiting for the seventh seal to be identified of the coming of Christ. So in the previous quote, he says the seventh seal brings him back to earth. Which earth? The earth of 16 elements. Because the seventh seal is something very simple. Because sometimes as preachers, we can complicate things. Let me, let me make it easy. The seventh seal is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Period. The next quote. Now, as certain as I stand in the platform, I had the revelation that's revealed. It's in a threefold manner. So Brother Bram says in the seventh seal that I had a revelation that this seventh seal is in a threefold manner. But Paul comes along and gives us the threefold manner of the seventh seal. But remember what we said the seventh seal is. It is the coming of the of the Lord. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16. Let us hear Paul giving us the threefold manner. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, one, with the voice of the archangel, two, with the tomb of God, three, and the dead in Christ shall rise. This is the threefold manner of the coming of the Lord. But we know that the coming of the Lord is the seventh seal. And the prophet comes and tells us that the shout is the message of the hour. The voice of the archangel is the voice that knows where the dead in Christ are. The voice of the archangel is the one that went to the grave of Lazarus. The trumpet of God is what gathers the bride to the marriage feast to meet him in the air. These are the three stages of the coming of the Lord. In the message of the rapture, he says, three things happen. A voice, a shout a trumpet has to happen before Jesus appears. Now shout, Jesus does all the three of them when he is descending. Now in one dissension, he does the three at once. He does not come down, do the shout and go back and do the... T- no, no. In one descension, he does the three. And the descending of the Lord, it is the seventh sea, And the seventh seal, it is the coming of the Lord. That's why we are not waiting for the coming. We are waiting for the going away. Because he is here now. If you are looking for the coming, I am the coming of the Lord. What is he doing here? Fixing a bride. Preparing a bride. Not for a coming, but for a going away. That's why we say there is a man here that can turn on the light. Alleluia. The man is not coming, but the man is here. Throughout the seven church ages in Revelations 2 and 3, he always uses future tense. He says, behold, I come quickly. Prepare yourself, I am coming. Behold, I come as a thief. But in Laodicea, he says, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. You cannot knock while you are coming. You knock because you are, you are there. And those that know that he is here now, they shall do exploit. Yes. Yes. Those that know their God by the opening of the seven seals, they shall do exploit. Yes. Those that know their God by the utterance of the thunders, they can do exploit. Yes. Give me the next quote. The prophets of old, Daniel and others said, In the last days, the people that know their God shall do exploit. Yes. That's a promise. Yes. I'm led this morning on an Easter Friday. I'm preaching to exploit candidates. I want you to do me a favor, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I can do exploits. You might not like the color of my skin, you might not like my background, you might not like the smell of my deodorant, but I can do exploits. Let me tell you this in closing. If God can do a miracle for sister so and so, your address is next. Yes. Yes. Oh, I like that. In our church, I preached like this, and one sister had a huge debt at school. The mother had a debt that he couldn't pay at a private school. And I preached like this, and she... In her heart, while we were preaching, my brothers are here, I came with them. They can bear me witness. The sister said, when I was preaching, she says, if what Brother Blessing is telling is the truth, my debts must be cancelled. And on Monday, she went to the school and say, I want to register my child. Then they put the student number and they said, no, your child is still owing." And another lady just walked and says, with this one, cancel all her debts. Now, let me say, if God can cancel a debt for another sister, your address is next. Why? Because the angel of the Lord is in the neighborhood. Hallelujah. Brother Brenham says, the month of Abib, which is Easter, it's a restoration season. That's a direct quotation. Yes on this Friday Easter, yes. if you have lost something, yes. tell the devil, bring it back. Yes. If you have lost your finances, say, bring it back. Yes. And you know, we message believers, sometimes you have got a false humility. Yes. We act as if we don't like money. Yes. We act, we act as if, we act as if we don't like good things. the gospel, this message is not a message of prosperity. But the message in itself is prosperous. (laughs) Brother, no man, I just want to be humble. No brother, You, you see as a brother you must go to pep and buy clothes. Not me brother. If I want a shoe for three thousand, I go for it. Yes, 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 yes. Why why act humble? And you know you like them. Yes. And in this Easter season, yes. you can tell the devil, I want my finances back. Yes. If you want healing. Oh, glory oh God. This is restoration time. We are on the helm of restoration. Anything can be brought back. You want your children back. You want your health back. You know, Brother Brenham, oh my. Brother Brenham one time, gets to an assignment line. And there are two sisters that are coming to the platform. Yeah. And one sister has got ulcer, yeah. And one sister has got Goeta. Yeah. And Brother Bram says to the sister with ulcer, said, Sister, in the name of Jesus Christ, go back home, your ulcers are gone. Yeah. And then the next one came. And then the other one had Goeta. Yeah. And Brother Bram says, Sister, go home. Your Goeta is gone. Yeah. Now, this sister with Goeta and the sister with ulcer, it just happened that they stay in the same street. Yeah. And the sister with ulcer was the first one to testify to the husband because the husband was not a believer. Yeah. Yes. And got home excited. He says, honey, that Billy preacher told me that my ulcers are gone. Yes, sir. And the husband says, I don't believe that Billy preacher. Yes. He says, if you don't believe it, that's your problem. But my ulcers are gone. I can eat what i not used to eat. before." So. And the sister prepared some cereals. And brother Marcus, the sister ate. And the ulcers were quietened down. Yes, sir. And now the sister had a jubilee. She left the house. She ran next door. And when she got next door, she never knocked. She just opened the door. Went to the kitchen, there was no one. Went into the living room, there was no one. She went to the bedroom and found the sister with Goyeta, Putting some sheets up and down. Up and down. And the sister with ulcer said to the sister with Goyeta, Praise God, my ulcers are gone. And the sister with Goyeta said to the sister with ulcer, When you see me put my sheets up and down, I am looking for my Goyeta. Let me tell you, church. This is Easter season. In the month of Abib, there must be blessings. When you go home, that problem is gone. That condition is gone.
0: Let's wave. Let's wave to the Lord. Let's wave to the Lord. The Lord spoke to us. How many agree the Lord spoke to us? What a thunder. What a voice behind that thunder. What a message behind that voice. God
1: spoke.
0: Yes. Yes. Sister Dipali, let the church say amen. amen. Let the church say Amen. amen. For God has spoken. Yes. How many believe God loves you? Yes. He, 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 That was not Brother Mapata Prishu. That was the pillar of fire that came into Brother Mabadi to minister to you. Oh, God. Thugs could not stop the tape play. Yes. I think it was Brother Lubanza. The war broke out in Congo. And soldiers came, and they were supposed to attack them. But as they moved into the house, they saw the picture of Brother Brennan that loud. And one soldier said, wait a minute. We cannot kill these people. I know this man. Instead of killing them, the soldier said, we will protect the house. Whether you like it or not, when he was hijacked, the effect of that voice, yes, sir. it had an effect on those thugs. Amen. It created an atmosphere. Amen. This message has got power. Amen. Ah, this message, in yes. Almata, it has cr- krach. There's power in this message. You, you can't change it. After the Lord has spoken in this manner, you can rearrange it. Yes, sir. You, you just have to believe it. Yes, For God has spoken. Yes, How many believe God has spoken? Yes. Ah, me, he spoke yes. to my heart. Yes, me, he spoke. How many witnesses are in the building? Yes. will give me another date. You hate that he says he's got part two. It was not him. It's the Holy Ghost that said, you must come back. I'll let you know when he's coming back. You old-timers, are you not happy to see young ones coming? Up? Are you not moved to see such quality of the deliverance of the weight to the people? makes my heart full of joy L- let's sing it let's let's tr- sing this song Let the church sing is the church here this morning Let
1: the sing
0: God, in God in has spoken today
1: God
0: All over the building given today, you know, in school they give you the textbook yeah. and they give you the study guide. Yeah. Today you were given the study guide of the message.
1: <laughs> oh
0: my, my, my. I am very proud to associate with the, such a caliber of ministers. Let's see. We love him, or I love him. This is a song. We adore you, Lord. Let me not cross the wires. We just want. We just want to soak it in. Are you not? Are you? Are you not, are you not proud to be a message believer? I can imagine this morning the Lutherans met. They even knew the scripture that they were gonna read the Catholic met. They knew this. what they were going to recite. But you came and God just took you from one level to the next level. Aye, he reserved all our praises. We love you, Lord. We adore you. And we lay our lives before your throne. It's Easter. Let's worship him. I oh, will love you We
1: are your lord We are your lord We lay our lives I give you one
2: to be lifted up as we bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father, we thank you this morning for you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You're a God that never fails, has never failed, will never fail. You are the ancient of days, he that is seated on the throne. There is none like you, there is none that compares to you. You are the same God even yet this morning. Father, you just change your mask and you come in abundance. We have felt your presence. We have ate your manna, And we thank you for putting us in our position. Lord, our hearts are filled with gratitude. Song is the only way we can show the gratitude that bubbles in our hearts. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Now I pray, Father, that may this anointing that was simmering in this room remain in the hearts of your people. May every time they face the sight of the evil one, may they draw from the bank of their faith and remember who they are, Almighty God. May what has been spoken not be words, but may they be life and life in abundance to them that will still hear, let the same power that is in this room fill those homes, that the honor, the glory, and the praise shall not go to a preacher, shall not go to a pastor, shall not go to a building, but will go back unto you, the author and the finisher of our faith. Father, we love you. We appreciate you. And we thank you this morning. Father, as we close this service, we are not closing out your anointing and spirit. We are just moving on. But let your spirit rest on us. Let it remain with us. Let us remain in the spirit of Abib. Let us move forward knowing greater is he in us than the one that is in the world. Thank you, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. I think it's proper just to do a war cry as we leave this place. And Sunday is another day. I will not say who's coming, but somebody will be here. (laughs) <laughs> Amen, you, you just see them walking out of the office But another, another blessing is in store for you for Sunday uh, Travel very well Brother Mabata And my, our regards to the church back home And pass my regards to our elder Pastor Harold Beckett Amen, we appreciate the Lord Let's just do our walk cry then thereafter you are dismissed. Sunday we are here, nine o'clock. Amen. 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 And just pray for the minister that is uh, coming. The minister that is coming, they are cut from the same cloth. They are cut from. Yeah, that's all. That's the tip that I can give you. <laughs> Amen. Looking forward to Sunday. Let's just let's just. Wasn't it nice to be in the house of the Lord. <laughs> You know, after you have heard such a message, even when you have pot and petrol was 22, rand, you just say, ah, it was worth it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amen. Let's just sing, and then thereafter you are dismissed. And God bless you, the great believers that came through, Brother Matunzi, uh, Sister Matunzi, Sister Chavalala. We appreciate you for coming this way, and our regards back home as well. Uh, Nelson spirit is my home. Amen. 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 And thank my regards to our dear pastor and his dear wife. We love you. Amen. Amen. Let's just, uh, just thank you. Even you, you must come. Amen. He will come and preach. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. God bless. <laughs> Yes! You through the fire,
1: yes.
0: it will take you through the lion's den. Amen. And it took brother blessing yeah. while he was captured by thugs, yeah. it took him through. Yeah. I, in, a, in a man, Amen. I, in a man, Amen. I, in a man, I, in a man. It, it made the Pharaoh bow down. It made all the superpowers to bow down. And the devil that is before you will bow down. If you don't believe it, we believe it on your behalf. I say, the devil that is before you will bow down. Why? Because linear Mand. But do I say, I hate a powerless religion. But this is not a powerless religion. It defied the grave, it defied death, it defied hell, and he rose again. Amen. And there are certain things in your life that must be defied. Amen. Some spirits must be defied. Some conditions must be defied. Some circumstances must be defied. And in it, in a man, it will defy those circumstances, and you will emerge as a victor. I say you will emerge as a victor, and you will come and give a testimony. Say I was at my wit's ends, but here I am by grace. Lina man,
1: and
0: in Lilo, Ingelo, my father, Ingelo, Ingelo,
1: Ingelo, Ingelo, Ingelo,